Now, I'll be telling Porkies if I said I wasn't excited about this week's programme. Welcome to uh, The Half Century, episode 50 of Near Perfect Pitch. Well, it's a bumper-to-bumper episode, this particular episode. So I'm 50, as of a few months ago. The podcast is 50. So 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, Eli, Haltreds, Visikimenta, Fidi, and even an Esperanto, Kvindek. Near Perfect Pictures 50. Thanks for joining me. Lots to get to. And uh, before I get into uh, the nitty gritty, let me tell you that this uh, 50th edition is brought to you categorically by Bill Pritchard and the Jammy Dodger. Our interviewee of the week, our featured artist, is Bill Pritchard, and that'll be at the end of the programme, as all of the interviews are located at the end of any given episode. So you've got uh, three songs to look forward to from Bill. Some wonderful banter with him, which was recorded uh, a few days ago, uh, and you'll learn about some wonderful uh, new reissues, which uh, make people like me happy. Um, new releases as well, of course. We always have new releases to contend with. Let me fade out uh, the wonderful, wonderful Teenage Fan Club. So new releases, we've got uh, something of the, the, the fantastic new uh, LP by Pete Fidge and Terry Vickers. Uh, Terry Vickers, Terry Vickers. Uh, we've also got uh, some new stuff uh, from Little Cub, as well as a new uh, cover version as uh, put to tape by the Darling Buds, and that'll be coming up uh, in about the middle of the programme. A uh, new stuff from London Grammar. And I'm trying to see if there's anything else new that I'll be sharing with you. Uh, possibly, possibly. The usual features, of course, obligatory fall are. Uh, we're going to hear something thematic for the 50 by uh, by the fall. We have a fall track every week, in case you uh, don't know. We've got Tinto Web Time, uh, the new vinyl villain is featured, uh, featured this week. Our uh, weekly peel is a new order track. We've got, uh, what else we've got here? Oh, crikey, yeah. Our uh, essential wax this week is, uh, is Mozza. So, tons and tons to get to. We'll start off with this beauty by Primal Scream. I've been, I've been 
gorgeous pop that is that is care with flaming sword and that is uh, a request for half century merchant rob um happy birthday mate it's a little bit belated but uh, that's for you and uh, thanks for bobbing me that request and if you want a request on the program it's dead easy nearperfectpitch at gmail.com let's talk a bit about care shall we um for their entire career, they, they launched five singles, and, and Care were essentially uh, Ian Brody, um, who, Ian Brody, you know, ex of uh, Big in Japan and uh, Original Mirrors, uh, and of course, uh, the, the man behind the lightning seeds, and a producer extraordinaire. So he created a band in 83 with um, ex Wild uh, Swan member Paul Simpson. And he used to, actually Paul used to play uh, keyboards with Teardrop Explodes as well. So they created Care, five singles. And uh, there's a wonderful compilation LP that uh, has everything they've ever done on it, all in one lovely package. So that's for you, Rob. Hope you enjoyed that one. That's Flaming Sword by Care. Kick things off with um, something from Primal Scream's self-titled second LP on Creation Records, a single and a beauty at that called... Ivy, 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 in case you couldn't uh, suss that out from having listened to it. Next, another gem, as if I don't play any gems. They're all bloody gems, aren't they, really? Uh, the Chameleons, but before I get to that, I'll tell you what you can expect to hear in terms of musical output for the next uh, two and a half, three hours or so. Earl Brutus, and these are for definite, by the way, because sometimes I make promises I can't keep. Dr. Feelgood. We're also going to hear some uh, B-52, some Flowered Up, of course, The Fall. Um, Trash Can Sinatra's, wonderful stuff, actually. Had a lovely chat with Paul yesterday, who will be our uh, featured interview next week. So I'm going to give you a little teaser for some Trash Cans. Uh, some Susie and the Banshees. Um, there's going to be Radiohead's, uh, a Radiohead tribute to, uh, to Glenn Campbell, which is rather interesting. Um, some big country, actually, uh, amongst uh, others like London Grammar, that I touched upon at the beginning of the programme. Also, uh, Hunters and Collectors from, from Australia. Um, we're going to have some Morrissey, as I mentioned, for our essential wax. Some public service broadcasting. Grand, grand stuff. The Railway Children. Some Pastels. Uh, and uh, a new release that I failed to mention. A teaser track uh, by, uh, by Neon Waltz for their forthcoming record. Uh, they dropped, I hate that word, they dropped this uh, teaser single. And uh, I'll be playing that for you as well. But up next, it's time for a little bit of this.
San Francisco. That's Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. That's the lead track of their WLP BRMC released in 2001 on Virgin Records. Love Burns, the name of that tune. And before we heard that, uh, the genius that is Mark Burgess. The Chameleons, seventh and last single by the band released in 1986 off uh, their third LP, Strange Times, released on Geffen Records. And very importantly, it was the first song on side two. So if you're a vinyl type chap like I was at the time of course uh, no choice Um, it has an extra degree of prominence associated with it coming up next it's time for some Dr Feelgood
Yeah. Eat, slept and drink it. Had a TV upstairs and a radio in the bar. It was my life for that long. <laughs>
from 1996. That's Earl Brutus with Navy Head, their third single on Deceptive Records, and uh, a band featuring ex-World of Twist member Jamie Fry, who incidentally is the younger brother of Martin Fry of ABC. Useless trivia in abundance on this programme. That was preceded by... Dr. Feelgood and uh, Milk and Alcohol. I remember that song implicitly from my youth as my next-door neighbour played it incessantly, as I say, uh, on United Records from 1979, off their 6LP, Private Practice. That was Dr. Feelgood, a band that was uh, put together by uh, Lee Brillo, um, amongst others, uh, including uh, Wilco Johnson. And uh, um, who else was the main proponent? I think it was John. John Sparks was uh, was the other, other chap who was uh, the founding force behind Doctor Feelgood. And now, in context, let's get one of our features out of the way, shall we? Uh, let's get our hat trick out at road. Uh, now, the hat trick, um, if you're listening for the first time, doesn't involve an awful lot of, uh, of brain power to suss. That uh, I'm going to play three songs in a row for you, and it allows you and affords you the opportunity to uh, stick the kettle on, put your feet up. And uh, prance around the living room or, uh, I don't know, lip sync in the car if you're listening in the car. Do anything you want to, but you've got three in a row. Starting with, from their latest and fifth LP, Every Valley, uh, released just a handful of weeks ago. We're going to be hearing, up next now, Public Service Broadcasting. Suddenly into darkness, the working morning had begun. Step in and see how for the last quarter of a century your coal was won. And how it is still won, 24 hours round the clock.
Glasgow's The Pastels, fronted by Stephen Pastel. Not his real name, but you know what I mean. That's what the journalism ta- uh, journos uh, tagged him as, as Stephen Pastel. Uh, from Glasgow, as I mentioned, that's their sixth single uh, from 86 on uh, on Glass Records. Uh, and if uh, you want to get a, a nice little cross-section, uh, there's, a, there's a wonderful comp out there called Truckload of Trouble, which is a great uh, cross-section of a lot of their output when it comes to singles. A great little compilation. So that, again, was The Pastels. That was the third of three in our vehicular Hat trick, and that was preceded by uh, a single from 1990 uh, by the wonderful The Railway Children from 1990's Native Place, their third of four LPs on Virgin Records, and kicking things off from their latest and fifth LP, Every Valley, as if it needs any more introduction after having heard it. That's public service broadcasting, of course, with The Pit. Uh, lots of uh, thematic uh, songs on this particular release that all pertain to mining. They're a wonderful band, and I'm so, so looking forward to seeing them next month in Montreal. That is going to be an absolute belter. So that's our hat-trick out at Road. Uh, now uh, it's time for a dedication. This is for Dione in the far-flung reaches of New Zealand.
That is gargantuan. I'm in love with this band. That's Neon Waltz, and that is from their forthcoming debut LP that is being released on August the 17th. That's a song that was uh, released to those who've already pre-ordered the record, um, and it was sent uh, three or four days ago. That's Bring Me, the, Bring Me to Light, sorry. Uh, and it's going to be featured on uh, their debut, Long Player. Um, we had Jordan on the programme, oh crack, a few months ago, and a talented band that I don't even... I just don't even think that they appreciate how talented they are. There's a wonderful naivety about the first uh, the first proper record, and I just hope that that naivety and that wonderful innocence uh, manages to be uh, omnipresent throughout their career. They are a wonderful outfit. So, Neon Waltz, that's a name to watch. And if you listen regularly, which I hope you do, which I hope you listen every week, um, I play a lot of Neon Waltz. Go out and order that record, pronto-like. So, that's a new release, obviously. And before we heard that... We heard from their fourth LP, Human Frailty, which was released on Mushroom Records in 86. That's the wonderful hunters and collectors from uh, Australia. Throw your arms around me. And uh, the front man, Mark Seymour, his uh, younger brother, is, is Nick in, uh, in Crowded House. And hunters and collectors, having seen them, I think, three or four times uh, in three different countries at least yeah, three three countries um, they're one of the best live bands I've ever seen especially if they have the full Monty Brass section uh, on show wonderful wonderful stuff it's time for a laugh
Brilliant stuff. That's flowered up. And that is from 1990 on Heavenly Records and a track called It's On. They recorded seven singles and released only one LP. Uh, and uh, they were around uh, for about two two years in their entirety. And they were really one of the major proponents in the, in the baggy movement, one of the, the few southern bands to participate on that uh, wonderful musical train. This uh, was a re-recorded and re-released a year later, actually, because it uh, did gain a bit of prominence and the label thought it was a, a sage idea to re-release it and sell some more units. So they did. That was preceded by a, a wonderful tune that I always uh, I always like to dig out every once in a while. came out in 1981 on, on the, the beloved Stiff Records label. That, of course, Tenpole Tudor with The Swords of a Thousand Men. And it was released, too, um, many, many years later in uh, 2012 because it was featured on a film that I know nothing about, but it was called The Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists. Never heard of it, but it was on that soundtrack in case you're interested. Don't do this very often, actually. Um, I've just been looking through the, the next uh, three or four songs I was hoping to, to get to, and they're all from uh, either 1981 or 1982. So let's do three in a row from 81-82, shall we?
songs in an unexpected second hat-trick that was uh, completely unplanned. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, or OMD, the acronym. That's Joan of Arc, pulled off their third LP, Architecture and Morality, released uh, in 81, and that was uh, their seventh single, winning before that by The Sound. Now, that was an LP track, and uh, absolutely brilliant, in my humble opinion. Uh, that's on Corova Records, and the, the album concerns called From the Lion's Mouth. Again, that's from 81. So the last two from 81, and the first of this uh, unexpected organic hat-trick was Favourite Shirts, Boy Meets Girl, by Haircut 100, fronted by Nick Haywood, one of three, sang- uh, sorry, one of three singles pulled off this uh, record, released in 82 on uh, Arista Records, the, uh, the LP concerned, of course, 
Pelican West. Um, Nick Hayward has a new new project out, actually, and if you want to jump on board, Pledge Music has got uh, all the details, so you can go to pledgemusic.com slash project slash Nick hyphen Hayward hyphen Woodland hyphen Echoes, and you can jump on board uh, and contribute towards, well, get your hands on his, his, his new record by, by Contribute. You all know how Pledge works. We talk about it a lot on the programme, don't we? Right, it's now time for our weekly peel. This time we're going to go back to 1998. We're going to have New Order doing some Joy Division. And it sounds somewhat like this.
One of the most grossly underrated bands of our generation, that is, uh, the Trashcan Sinatras. Uh, I defy you to find more mellifluous, melodic pop than that. Ever since their uh, first single on Go Discs all those years ago, I've been a, an advocate and I will continue to play anything and everything by this wonderful, wonderful band and delighted to uh, be having Paul on the programme next week to talk all things Trash Can Sinatras. That was uh, from 1993's I've Seen Everything. Uh, that is a, a single, well, actually a promo single. It wasn't released as a single proper, entitled Blood Rush. And uh, I've run out of superlatives for uh, this particular song by, uh, by Joy Division Atmosphere, of course. Um, that's Barney doing Ian in this rendition because it was New Order uh, appeal session from 1998 so New Order doing Joy Division as appeal session from 1998 and doing their version well their continued reinterpretation of Atmosphere wonderful stuff we are I think 18 songs into the programme I've raced through 18 songs let's play one of the cover versions I've got uh, in the pipeline we'll start with this one by the Darling Buds.
Tattoos. The Summer of Love. It should be the Summer of Love every year. It shouldn't just be, uh, shouldn't just be 1967's possession. That is from their fourth LP from 1986, Bouncing Off the Satellites. Um, this version doesn't appear on that, but the original does. Uh, this particular uh, unreleased remix version appears on 95's compilation, Time Capsule. And before we heard the B-52s, we heard the Darling Buds doing a song that was probably most made famous by the Go-Go's and then the Fun Boy 3. It was a song that was uh, written by uh, the Go-Go's guitarist Jane Weedlin and Fun Boy 3 and the specials frontman Terry Hall. It was first recorded by the Go-Go's and appeared on their uh, Beauty and the Beat record, which came out in 81. And then in 83, Fun Boy 3 released it uh, on their own... Uh, on their own, uh, for, what's that record called again? Goodness knows, my memory's becoming worse and worse as the weeks go by. But you get the drift, don't you? So it was written by uh, by two people, one from the Go-Go's, one from the Specials. Released primarily first by the Go-Go's, then by Funboy 3. And the Darling Buds have since re-recorded it. Now, further to all that, this particular cover features on a limited edition cassette day Tape Mix, which is brought to you by two record labels. Uh, it's Girlsville Records uh, from Chicago, Illinois, and Nerve Center Records from Falmouth uh, in, in the UK. It's a special mixtape celebratory uh, release that they are putting out by, by various artists. You can get a copy uh, for $7 US, and uh, you can buy digital tracks as well. So go to uh, Bandcamp and source Girlsville, or if you've got a pen and paper, or you can, of course, refer to the show notes afterwards, because... Every URL of pertinence is uh, is dutifully reported to you. Girlsville.bandcamp.com slash track slash the hyphen darling hyphen buds hyphen r hyphen lips hyphen r hyphen sealed. So I think you've got a tangible grip on uh, all the whys and wherefores of that track and why I played it. And uh, of course, before that, we heard Trash Cans and Archers with Blood Rush. Whew. We're uh, well over two thirds of the way through the programme. Now it's time to hear some little cub. Come on. 
Well, I know that logic states We really should make a switch Cause modeling broken heart surgery Is never gonna make us rich We both love the downbeat movies And have it monochrome with a beat up hero Never seems to get the girl If this melancholy we share And if our lottery numbers came up We're sure we could pay the rent But after the party was over Would we really be content? Cause rock on happy endings Are really not quite our scene Happiest when we're descending into our minor keys. If this melancholy that we share is common currency, we'd be millionaires.
Pete Fidge and Terry Bickers, the title track to their new LP, We Are Millionaires. It's a work of real beauty and you do need this LP. Pete Fidge, terrybickers.bandcamp.com, facebook.com slash Pete Fidge, Terry Bickers. Absolute wonderful, wonderful LP and I encourage you all to get your hands on it. And uh, if you don't know, Pete used to be... Uh, in Adorable on Creation Records, uh, then went on to uh, record uh, a series of uh, records under the name of Polak and uh, has had some solo work as well. All excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, Terry Bickers used to be the guitarist in the House of Love, went on to create then Levitation and uh, has some other work of his own. Trace and source anything and everything you can from Pete and Terry. You will not be disappointed. And prior to hearing that, another lovely beautiful track uh, by a new outfit entitled uh, Little Cub from their debut long player called Still Life that is a song actually Still Life came out in April just want to let you know it's a, it's a very recent release Death of a Football Manager be playing lots more by Little Cub in the weeks and months to come they really are another gem that uh, you do need to uh, at least listen to but uh, hopefully hopefully purchase as well this week we lost Glenn Campbell Here's Radiohead, trying to make you feel a little bit better. I've been walking these streets so long Singing the same old song I know every crack of crevice Out here in Broadway Hustle's the name of the game The white boys get washed down the drain Like the snow and the rain To me it's compromising Okay. 
Fading out. That is 50 year old man off Imperial Wax Solvent, their 26th LP from uh, 2008. And if uh, you're new to the program, every week we play our obligatory full R track. And in keeping with this show being uh, the half century, I thought 50 year old man, being that that's uh, my ripe age as well, and also uh, Rob's uh, age, who uh, had a tribute to him. Earlier in the programme, 50 seems to be the number of this week's episode, in all capacities. So, that was our full, obligatory full art track, 50-year-old man. And prior to hearing the 50-year-old man track by the fall, it was a Radiohead with their rendition of Rhinestone Cowboy, as made famous by the recently departed Glenn Campbell. Rest his soul. Um, it wasn't written by Glenn. It was written by a gentleman called Larry Weiss, and uh, the record did immensely, immensely well on both sides of the Atlantic, uh, reaching number one in what you deem the normal charts, and uh, did dominate in the US the country charts for quite some time. Um, we're nearing the end of the programme, whereby you are going to be treated to an interview with uh, Bill Pritchard, which is uh, I had a real, I had a real laugh with him, had a lot of fun with him, and uh, we've got a lot of uh, similar musical tastes, and it was just a pleasure to talk to him. So that's coming up uh, in the next half an hour. Uh, in the meantime, it's time for some big country, and this uh, this particular track is going to go out to uh, one of my Twitter mates, uh, Villager in Guinea. You know very well who you are.
Morrissey not being remotely controversial there with the National Front Disco. Before we get into uh, more Moz, let you know what you heard before we heard uh, the National Front Disco by Morrissey. Chance, that's the 12-inch version of Big Country's Chance, the fourth single of uh, 1983's debut, The Crossing. And uh, that is my favourite, favourite Big Country song. And usually... In that, uh, in that time frame in the early 80s, when, when there were remixes done, they really were nowhere near as good as the original. But this one, I think, does uh, the original, uh, the 7-inch single version, a lot of justice. A nice, nice rendition. Chance, 12-inch. And that was dedication for uh, You Know Who You Are on Twitter. I mentioned you before with your crazy villager name. Now, back to Morrissey. Now, our essential wax, our LP feature of the week, is this week, Your Arsenal. From 1992 by Morrissey uh, playing one more track as uh, as you know when I do a feature play a couple of tracks of an album in the hopes that I'm either rekindling something for you whereby you can revisit something you already own or if you like it sufficiently enough or I've indoctrinated you enough you'll go out and buy it this is an album that you must own quite quite frankly it's one of the best uh, Morrissey solo records out there and it was the the first record that he put together with his new band namely uh, Alan White uh, Gary Day Spencer Cobrin and uh, Boz Boz Bora who was on the the show uh, a few months ago lucky enough to have him on the program the uh, the album was released in uh, in 92 as I said and it was uh, recorded and written at Utopia Studios in Primrose Hill in London and also at uh, the Wool Hall in uh, in Bath Uh, that's Morrissey's third solo LP and very importantly um, it's produced by Mick Ronson uh, Bowie's go-to guitarist as they say it was released on HMV Sire Records uh, and is 10 tracks in all the next song I want to play off uh, this record and the last song of this record is Glamorous Glue
silky and lush. That's London Grammar. And this particular song is taken off their brand new record. And their brand new record being Truth is a Beautiful Thing. And that is the title track, their second LP. And Hannah Reed's voice, well, say no more really. What a gorgeous voice she has. Um, it's worth noting that I did say at the beginning that I think I did mention that I'll be playing some Susie and the Banshees. Uh, they've been the victim of being bumped. They will be on the next programme. Now, before we heard that wonderful tune by London Grammar, we heard the second track of our Essential Wax, uh, and this week it being uh, Morrissey's Your Arsenal from 1992. Now, a bit more information about the record. It was re-released, uh, reissued in uh, 2014 on Rhino, uh, division of Warner Brothers, uh, as a definitive master version. All songs were the same, except uh, they chose to swap out a US single mix of Tomorrow. Uh, for the original version and uh, this super bonus edition comes complete with uh, uh, a DVD of a 1991 performance from California specifically from Shoreline Amphitheatre in uh, in Mountain View and Glamorous Glue was one of five singles off the record the others being uh, We Hate It When Our Friends Become Successful You're The One For Me Fatty Tomorrow and Certain People I Know and Glamorous Glue was the last of the five the record reached number four in the UK and remarkably number 21 in the US of A. They have it, that's our essential wax uh, this week. Now we've got uh, not an awful lot of time before we have to venture into the wonderful world of uh, Bill Pritchard. He is gonna be talking to me at the uh, end of the program. Uh, just as a reminder, nearperfectpitch.com. Do me a favor, spread the word. I really, really do work hard on this program. I play all my own records and uh, try and put together a decent three hour show on a weekly basis for all of you. Uh, and it does take an awful long, uh, a long time to put this together. And I'm hoping just to gain more and more listeners. That's all I want, don't want anything else. I just want to be able to share. All I am is a, a humble, humble curator of music. And I hope that if you do like what you hear, you can in turn then spread the word. Well, now you know as well as I do, it's Tinterweb Time, kids. And Tinterweb Time is very simply a, a suggestive website of the week that I will turn you toward. In this, uh, in this case, this week, the new vinyl villain, all one word, dot com. And what this uh, site does, aside from link you to a, a number of other wonderfully uh, comparable sites in terms of the effort and the graft that goes into it these people put probably more work than i do into my uh, into my podcast into their uh, into their um goodness knows blog i suppose is the best word for it now what they do as an example is they put together wish list lps by bands they put together what they call imaginary compilation albums and i've just randomly chosen the clash here so they don't just list the tracks they go into great detail as to why they wish them to be included or why they deem them worthy of inclusion so for instance uh, they're suggesting that uh, you kick off side a of course two sides is lps we're dealing with here uh, complete control followed by white man in hammersmith palais then uh, london calling swiftly followed by uh, by Janie Jones, and then straight to hell to end side uh, side A. Side B starts uh, nicely with, with Clampdown, then to be followed by Safe European Home, then Stay Free, Armageddon Time, and then Capital Radio 2, the B-side version of that song. And a ton of bands are wonderfully featured here in sequence. So the first one 
that got their treatment was the Smiths. And as I scroll down, I feverishly scroll down here, uh, they're up to 129 now, uh, featuring everything but the girl. But you can expect, as you trawl through, you can see Y, you can see REM, you can see Radiohead, you can see Morrissey, you can see Elbow, XTC, Massive Attack, oh God, Billy Joel, uh, PJ Harvey. You get the drift. That is our Tinterweb Time site up week. Now it's time for you to delve deeply into the world of Bill Pritchard. On a cloudless day As he put in the tempe For the telephone tantrum It was for the last time Thatcher's a sick man 
done. Thatcher and Reagan, the biggest terrorists of all. You 
gifted with the touch of indifference and longing. Oh, four times is not five. Six years I've had, but look how here it comes. Four times is not five. For the 26 years I've Marvellous. Bill Pritchard. That is a song of 1991's Jolie. That's Bill's uh, fifth LP on Play It Again, Sam Records. That's a single and the lead track of that record entitled Number Five. And that was preceded by, from 1989, from an LP entitled Three Months, Three Weeks and Two Days. Again on uh, Pious Play It Again, Sam Records. Bill Pritchard with Kenneth Baker pillorying a litany of... Uh, political types, as good an prop record that you will ever hear in the same vein and same league as uh, Chumbawamba's finest, finest works. A beautiful piece. Again, Kenneth Baker, then we heard number five. Now it's time to enter the wonderful world of Bill Pritchard. He's a, a chap who writes, was it? first of all, he's a very, very intelligent songwriter uh, and uh, has a gift. Uh, I also maintain, in, uh, in as much as I mentioned uh, something in a similar vein uh, regarding the trash can Sinatra's earlier in the programme, criminally underrated. Uh, Bill Pritchard has, to his credit, uh, a series of LPs, and I'll run you through them. Uh, in, uh, in 1987, and then subsequently in 1988, he released two records on Third Mind. Uh, one, uh, the first one being uh, self-titled, and the second being uh, entitled uh, Half a Million. Now, they're really, really hard to source. They were reissued on a Third Mind compilation of both records. Now, if you can get your hands on that, it's changing hands for about uh, $75, uh, but you can still get it. Pal Sakuk came out in uh, 88, uh, his first effort on uh, on Pius Play Against Sam Records, uh, a concert album with, uh, with uh, Daniel Dark. Three months, three weeks and two days uh, came out the year after on the same label. Uh, and that was followed by Jolie, as I've detailed earlier. Then there was a departure to a, a different label. Happiness and Other Crimes came out on Encompass and was reissued uh, some years later uh, with a bonus CD. Uh, by Paris, by Taxi, by Accident came out uh, on, on a major label, actually, via e, uh, AZ Records through Universal Music in uh, 2005. And the last two uh, two albums, his comeback, uh, uh, as you probably would uh, think is, is the best term to, to, to phrase it, uh, Trip to the Coast 2014 and Mother Town Hall 2016, both released on uh, Germany's uh, Tapet Records. Now, it's time to talk to Bill and uh, me in my pseudo capacity. We'll be chatting with him and then I'll be back to, to wrap things up and play one more song by Bill. And that'll be it uh, for episode 50. Enjoy. That's a load of Tottenham, that is. <laughs> it's a steaming pile of Hotspur. Sod's Law and Murphy's Law have both simultaneously whooped my sorry backside. I do apologise for the audio issues, and I've taken an executive decision to pull the interview from the broadcast and appeal to Bill for a redo. It's just one of those things, and I do apologise to all concerned. Bill, Tapet Records, you lot, anyone you can think of, I apologise. More from Bill, I can guarantee you, will be forthcoming in the next few weeks. 
Well, I hope now, after hearing two tracks and listening to Bill, you are uh, a Kool-Aid drinker when it comes to his music. I hope that you are uh, being slowly, slowly lulled into wanting to acquire his back catalogue and his latest two records. I'll give you another sample, actually. Here's uh, a song off uh, the latest album, Mother Town Hall. Here's Heaven.
what a tremendous way to celebrate Near Perfect Pritchard's 50th birthday, 50th episode birthday, than having Bill Pritchard as the featured guest on the programme. That's Heaven off last year's Mother Town Hall Records on Tapet Records. My thanks to Bill. Huge thanks to Bill. What a chap, what a chap, what a chap, what a chap, what a chap. Uh, and my thanks to you, of course, for listening. And uh, as a reminder, nearperfectpitch.com, spread the word. Please be my, uh, my advocates and uh, spread the word of decent music out there because life is too short to listen to shite music. We all know that. I'll be back next week with the Trash Can Sinatras as uh, the feature interview. Looking forward to that one for episode 51. In the meantime, have a great week. ta up.